It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment on a Friday. And we're going to continue this conversation of what is the state of democracy? What is the state of our democracy here in the United States of America? And so today, uh, again, this was the second day of this summit uh, on democracy hosted by President Joe Biden. It was a virtual summit. They are going to have a, a live summit next year. Uh, again, 100 countries participated in this, 100 different governments uh, and a bunch of other organizations as well. And I want to close out uh, a little bit with uh, what the pri- president said in his uh, final address. So this was today during the uh, Finnish wrap-up session of the Summit on Democracy. And uh, the president said this. The democratic world is everywhere. Autocracies can never extinguish the ember of liberty that burns in the hearts of people around the world, in every portion of the world. It knows no borders. It speaks every language. It lives in anti-corruption activists, human rights defenders, journalists, peaceful protesters, and the front lines of this struggle all around the world. And it lives in town council meetings, union elections, daily small acts that occur around the globe. Whenever people come together to solve problems and to bridge differences. So again, that's the president wrapping that up. And it's so really interesting in in following today the analysis of this summit on democracy. Uh, it was interesting. I, I listened to a couple of historians uh, who were a little over dramatic, I think, in terms of their assessment of where they are. One of them in particular said that, you know, presidents for decades and decades and decades have started their annual State of the Union address, uh, usually within the first paragraph or two, saying that the State of the Union is strong. And when they were asked, can that still be said today? They said no. Uh, And that surprised me. And I completely disagree. Uh, I think the State of the Union is strong. And I do think uh, we are in a good position Uh, to do extraordinary things in the future, if we choose to. Because to me, it's important to remember that it's it's the state of the union. It's the state of the democracy. It's not the state of our politics. It's not the state of the government. And so we have to change what that conversation looks like and what kind of conversation we're actually having with the American people. Uh, I actually love what Adelaide Stevenson said. He said, let's talk sense to the American people. Let's tell them the truth that there are no gains without pains, that we are now on the eve of great decisions, not easy decisions. What counts now is not just what we're against, but what we were for. Who leads us is less important than what leads us, what conviction, what courage, what faith. Uh, I think Adelaide Stevenson got it exactly right, that we are now on the eve of great decisions, not easy decisions, And what counts is not what we are against, but what we are for. Who leads us is less important than what leads us. And so I say that again, the state of democracy and the state of our union here in the United States has little to do with politics or politicians. It has everything to do with convictions, with courage, with faith, 
the kinds of things that founded the nation and continue to fan the flame of freedom in our hearts and uh, in communities around the country. Uh, And so I think we have to really reframe in our heads. Uh, I just don't buy into this idea that we are a country in decline. Uh, Do we have big challenges? Absolutely. Uh, Are most of them going to be solved by government? Absolutely not. (laughs) It's going to be community. Uh, I also was thinking, listening to these historians today who were just so over-the-top dramatic that we're just in this, you know, crisis moment. Um, I thought back to, uh, there's the, the old classic by uh, Stephen Vincent Benet, his classic regarding Daniel Webster, uh, who, of course, uh, was just a, a lion of the Senate, a great orator. Uh, but uh, in the book, he's described that uh, what you would hear if you went to the grave of Daniel Webster. Uh, and it, and I want to read this because it's just such a great description. Uh, so it says, Every time there's a thunderstorm around Marshfield, which is where Webster's buried, they say you can hear Webster's rolling voice in the hollows of the sky. And they say that if you go to Webster's grave and speak loud and clear, the ground will begin to shiver and the trees begin to shake. And after a while, you'll hear, hear a deep voice saying, Neighbor? How stands the union? Then you better answer, the union stands as she stood, rock-bottomed and copper-sheathed, one and indivisible, or he's liable to rear right out of the ground. Uh, That's just a great description. Uh, Daniel Webster was one who believed in democracy and freedom in our constitutional republic and spoke powerfully for it. Uh, and so I can imagine that uh, at his graveside uh, that he would ask, how, how is the union? How's the democracy? What's the Constitutional Republic doing today? And you better be able to answer that it stood as strong as it was when he was on the planet, rock-bottomed, copper-sheathed, one and individu- individual. Uh, and to me, that's the important thing. Uh, we have to go back to these foundations of our country. Because those are the things, the things that really matter, the things that unite us. Uh, they do have to remain rock bottom. <laughs> uh, we got to be solid on those things. Uh, we don't have to be this nation destined to decline or slink off and cower in the corner. That's not who we are. Uh, we have to lean into that stiff wind of what we're dealing with right now. Pandemic aftermath, economic, social, political challenges all around. Uh, we can do that, but we can be confident. As we do it, we don't have to buy into the negativity. We don't. the The house is not totally on fire. Uh, we don't need to run around wringing our hands all day every day. Just keep living in your community. Keep making a difference for your family and the people you care about. Give back. Help somebody in need. We talked with uh, Representative Hollins earlier. Stand up to a bully for a friend or a stranger, by the way. Uh, so we all should have that kind of confidence. Uh, but too often we've we've lost that uh, with the incessant onslaught of negative news and everything that comes flying through our social media feed every day that we tend to validate and guess what self curate <laughs> the algorithms don't lie if you're clicking on it it's going to keep feeding it to you uh, so it is a choice and so as the president holds uh, held over the last two days uh, this focus on the future of democracy. Uh, it starts right here at home. 
and the constitutional republic will stand uh, as long as we the people stand and as long as we can continue to focus on the things that matter most uh, the things in our communities and in our homes uh, that's that's where it all happens and we have to hold those who hold position or office uh, we have to hold them accountable we can get rid of a lot of the negativity, a lot of the divisiveness, if if we're really willing to hold them accountable. If we're willing to say, okay, that's no longer acceptable behavior. Uh, do your job, pass a budget, fund the government, <laughs> do the things that you were sent there to do. Hold votes, have debates, have amendments, uh, and then we can go. And so that is the the ultimate question for all of us is... Going back to Daniel Webster, if Daniel Webster were here and we heard his booming voice uh, and he asked us, neighbor, how stands the union? Uh, It's going to be up to all of us to be able to answer that. Not just today, but every day. And do we have that resolve to be able to say that the union stands as she stood at the beginning, rock bottomed? Copper sheathed, one, and indivisible. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, especially into your weekend, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and please do something today that'll make a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.